0: This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast brought to you by Hoxo Media and for my fellow Women Unleashed this is a familiar face to you. This is Alex Karika who is the founder of Tail Recruitment and Alex is joining me today to talk about her journey in setting up her own recruitment business flat bang in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Welcome to you today, how are you?
1: I'm great thank you, thanks for having me on.
0: You are very welcome and I've been very excited about this podcast in particular for those who are maybe listening or watching who are thinking about launching on their own thinking how on earth am I going to do this so just talk us through what actually happened during 2020.
1: Great question Um, main thing that happened was I got a message from someone called Harry on LinkedIn who was quite a fan of the videos that I was posting up and just the help that I was giving candidates and He approached me saying, oh, do you want to work together? I looked at his profile and I said, well, no, I don't do medical communications. Why are you even messaging me? And he said, no, 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 I want to rebrand. I want to do something else. I said, okay. We started having a conversation. We realized that we were both kind of on the same wavelength of how crap the recruitment industry currently is versus how much better it could be and conversation evolved, gave in my notice and in May last year we started working together and launched tail end of
0: June. Wow, so by then we were three months in, we were still in the lockdown one I think back in June 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Incredibly brave, so basically you went into business with a stranger. I've still not met him. Still not met him. I've still not met him. That's about as vi- like <laughs> COVID as you can get. So, and, and I know that one of the things we're going to talk about today is around ethics and around integrity and values. So how on earth did you establish whether this virtual person was someone that you actually wanted to not just go into business with, but actually leave a secure, safe job for?
1: Again, a very good question. Um, I was very lucky that I wasn't furloughed. I wasn't made redundant or anything, but morally some of the things or some of the decisions that were being made I didn't feel comfortable with Mm. and despite loving the job if I didn't feel comfortable with the decisions I didn't feel like I could really give it my best Mm. um and despite not knowing Harry (laughs) and don't get me wrong everyone around me was just saying no what are you doing how can you trust this person um all fair things to take into account but because it was maybe three weeks of daily conversations of what would we do um and I could see that he was quite morally driven as well about what he likes to do he's got a family for instance to provide for he's quite young in the recruitment game as well so he hasn't got that whole salesy element of him um and I just said if I don't do it now I'm probably never going to do it Mm -hmm so took the risk it's going well he's great um we haven't even had one domestic argument yet. incredible that might be because we don't live together but that's, that, that's true
0: and I'm sure his wife wouldn't want to know about that but that's re- and it's really <laughs> interesting because you I've just picked up on, on an undercurrent there of something that you said there about sort of the morals that people talk people say these words but mm. actually it's it's through the actions that you take and the behaviors that you have that you establish whether somebody has morals or ethics so for you when you were setting the business up I know that that was one of the key things that you wanted to convey to your potential customer base so for you what what do you know I get what does strong ethics mean when you're running a business what does that actually mean and what does it feel like
1: so What it meant to me when I set it up and what it continues to mean to us and to Taylan in general is it's a business that leads with morality in mind, right? So when I mentioned there were some of the decisions that I didn't feel comfortable with, it's the fact that you're posting fake job ads in order to get leads and generate all of this, you know, see who's hiring or get that sale across or all that stuff. To me, morally... Knowing the difference between right and wrong, it's as simple as that, that is not right. Therefore, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Therefore, this is making me not enjoy my job. Mm -hmm. For me to actually enjoy my job, I wanna feel like I'm doing the the right thing Um, and not lying to candidates or giving candidates the full transparency of what the job entails. And that's not, if the candidate's not ethical, you know, in return, it doesn't bother me because I can go to bed with a clear conscience knowing that I've done the right thing. It's all good. So I think that that's what I really mean by uh, mm-hmm. kind of an ethical business.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You've picked up on a few points there that I think recruitment has moved way beyond just being a sales job now. And, uh, and I know that off camera, we were talking about your sort of age being a positive thing for people to aspire from, to learn from you. Because I think that as part of this sort of newer generation of recruiters that have come sort of post technology boom etc there's you, you were a lot more transparent in terms of what we can see and what we can hear so um I, I i just find it it absolutely bizarre why anybody would waste their time posting fake job ads or you know ringing up pretending to be a fake candidate and all the other underhand things that have been going on forever by the way they've been going on for as long as i've been in recruitment i just think if you just put your energy into actually something that's that's kosher that's a yeah. real process that's a real job why why on earth would you pretend it's like people that, that, Sort of tend to put invoices through just to hit their target. I just find it absolutely bizarre. So, I mean, you've obviously got a very strong moral fabric, which is down to potentially your upbringing, and that's that's maybe something else to explore. So, if you for those that are listening, you know we've all got a diverse customer base. How does a customer then see beyond the rhetoric? Because you could say all these things and put it on your website and stick it on your videos, but how does a customer actually see beyond that rhetoric? We interrupt this podcast episode of the Recruiter's Recruitment Podcast to tell you about our amazing sponsor. Hoxo Media are the world's leading content recruitment marketing agency specifically for the recruitment industry. And they currently work with over 250 recruitment agencies, including Key Recruitment, and 3,000 recruitment consultants to help them build out LinkedIn brands that then allow them to open up more opportunities by following a proven methodology every single day. Now, in 2021, the hugely successful Hoxo Academy, of which I was part of, is changing and they've now launched an eight-week personal brand launch programme which can now help you roll out this methodology across your business. The of Academy is aimed at helping traditional recruiters, of which I am one, who rely on outbound calls to attract clients and candidates equally. Now, very often, traditional recruiters actually lack the knowledge of how to best use LinkedIn, other than maybe posting jobs you know, every few days, but then struggling with ideas and original content, and also just confidence in terms of what to produce and how to produce valuable content. Now, we're living in a post-Covid world, and we all know now that the world is truly digital. The modern recruiter needs to be equipped and have a unique and consistent LinkedIn presence that offers value to their community and drives opportunities inbound. The Hoxha Academy helps every recruiter in the recruitment agency that becomes part of the Academy and helps every recruiter achieve this in just eight weeks, enrolling new cohorts of training at the start of each calendar month. So, this is an exclusive deal for you, our listener. The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is so proud to be sponsored by Hoxo Academy, that the deal is amazing. For the first 50 customers in 2021, they are offering you the chance to enrol unlimited users on this programme for 12 months at no extra cost. So whether you're listening to this and you've got a team of 15, or a team of 500 and you're looking to hire more during 2021 you can rest assured that they will all get this training that they then need to build out their brand that wins business on LinkedIn. So please click on the link attached to this episode or alternatively DM me to find out how your agency can join this incredible programme. And having been a cohort member myself and a graduate of the Academy at the end of 2020, I'm really proud to advocate this phenomenal and really, I think, business critical Academy for every recruiter who wants to get the best out of LinkedIn and ensure that they also become inbound. Thank you for listening to this message. Enjoy the rest of the episode and do get in touch for more details
1: very simple uh you need to show them (laughs) so like you just said any any good salesperson can kind of talk a good game um but you need to literally show them and i think this is something that's been bothering me recently everyone says about adding value right you don't just pull value out of thin air and say right this is what i'm going to share because i've decided it adds value no You go to your audience, you go to the actual people you're trying to deliver this value to, and you ask them before you've made a decision that this is going to add value, right? So what I've done, for instance, this entire month is only talking to candidates, 10 of them a day to figure out what is my audience saying right now? What are their pain points? What is happening that I could potentially help with? So yeah i create videos with some general tips but i've moved beyond that i've created a benchmarking guide for every candidate to know what to go in when it's their appraisals or what rate to what salary they should go in at um i've done a cv guide for fintechs and what's happening so they're tangible actual things i've created rather than just saying oh let me write a post because this is going to add value that's your ego saying it's going to add value you know so actually show them consistently as well
0: and i think that as we move into and we already are in a digitalized world i think that that's going to become a prominent feature of making you stand out and you know i think what's from as an observer obviously I'm not in your space I'm not I'm not in fintech uh, I'm not competitor to you but I'm a fellow recruiter I I, and that's one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on because I think you are refreshing and your authenticity just oozes out of those videos and you and they're fun so I think that it'll just you know anybody can just you know jump in and pick up that piece of content and I do I agree with what you said there and that's why I can't bear the rhetoric. Because it's all about the actions that we take where people aren't watching on LinkedIn. It's about what you actually are doing. And the fact that offline, you are having those conversations, understanding the pain points, the drivers, understanding what your market needs. It means you can just move, you can react really quickly because that yeah. what, what's happening right now is we record this in January, 2021, the, the pain points will, will be really different. For example, in April, you know, IR35 <laughs> will have kicked in. You know Brexit will, will be full into the second quarter of Brexit. Uh, you know the a lot of the tax sort of um, pauses will have come out. You know people are going to be thinking about what they're spending, et cetera. So everything's going to change again. And you're the sort of business that will just go right. I understand what you're what what you need from me.
1: So I yeah. think uh, <laughs> one of the things though you mentioned about authenticity, right? I think half the time because after I've realised there's a theme where I can add value to because I get so passionate about that piece of advice it's almost as if I'm telling people off like guys do it don't do this or do that or make sure you do this because I just get passionate about it um when you see that there's lots of people just doing the same thing um where they can learn from so I think having a passion about what you do is massively important too
0: and that's probably what you and Harry share again is you know going back to I guess setting up a business and establishing your values together and your ethics, actually having a shared passion means that that will keep you moving forward and keep you fresh and, and distinct, a distinctive voice. So there'll be lots of people listening, recruiters and, and maybe not recruiters who maybe are questioning the ethics of their business that they're currently working for. And we're not suggesting a sudden exodus to go and set up on your own, but what would your advice be if people are challenging the ethics and the, and the integrity of their current employer
1: oh okay so this may sound a bit generic but i am going to follow it up of kind of an exercise to do because those of um those of you who are asking themselves a the question of okay something doesn't sit right with me you need to dig deeper into that feeling Like, what is it? You need to ask yourself the questions of what is it about what you're doing in your current company that's making you unhappy or unsettled? Or what is your company enforcing that you don't feel comfortable with? So the advice is really make sure you self-reflect and you completely understand what it is you're feeling, because that's gonna reveal not only a lot about yourself, but where your moral compass is as, as well as what do you want to do moving forward that's going to make you happy I don't think you can make any real decision without doing self-reflection first um, that's what I would say yeah that's a
0: very good starting point actually and sort of it and if it's a repetitive reason why you're questioning it then it's definitely time to take action after that well that's a very very useful advice for everybody that's listening so what does 2021 look like for you in terms of your plans have you got anything exciting happening with tail
1: oh my god Do you know what we've been back and forth we want to hire we're pretty much ready ready to hire which is amazing um but then we're thinking what's going to happen in 2021? Are we able to travel? Can I go and meet my business partner finally? Like that would be a good starting point if we're allowed to do that. Um, it's going to be a year though, where we just start to really put into place everything we've done the past six months, because that was really the period where we were just finding our feet we are actually figuring out who we are like what do we stand for and what do other people think of Tale as well um and now that we kind of know that we've come into 2021 with a vision of okay this is working this is who we are this is what we do and this is the year to solidify that presence for us
0: yeah, well, certainly very well positioned to do it and i love the fact that it's all about the tale it's storytelling and you're using all forms of social media. So for anybody that's listening or watching, make sure you follow Alex on uh, Clubhouse. Obviously, <laughs> Are you on? I think you're on Instagram as well. You're pretty much everywhere, which is great. Yeah. Got a I know that you've done a few podcasts. We've both done the Rag podcast with Sean. Have you got a podcast up your sleeve? Maybe. Yeah
1: that's maybe a plan yeah harry does a podcast so he does the medcoms podcast um we try to play to our strengths as well so anyone who's kind of looking to join tail at any point is you figure out what works for you from a creative point of view you don't have to do videos just because i do videos you don't have to do a podcast because harry does a podcast if you like writing articles something else channel that i think that's kind of the way forward
0: you know what and tying it back in with the topic of today's conversation i think if you know what your natural flow is you will just absolutely excel and the the passion will lose out of you that's a very nice place to leave it all i knew you'd be a joy to interview thank you so much for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure
1: likewise thank you alicia welcome